everyone. Kurt here. Hope you're having a great day so far. Let me ask you something. Are you drinking enough water? Can you really know? Is our need to always have a water bottle near a false dependency created by water companies, or worse, by the plastic bottle manufacturers? Or is this all just a bunch of nonsense? Laugh about this and more when co-creator Todd Devlin finally joins us for an episode. And since we're just starting out, and I'm not going to be able to do this all the time, I want to give a shout out to some of our new listeners. Whether you're driving to or from work, or just getting your creativity on, a big hello to Debbie M. from Comac, Jamie G. from Effort of PA, Kim and Livy B. from Newtown, Connecticut, Neely P. from Over the Pond in the UK, and our newest listeners, Sue and Erica F. in Lancaster, PA. And I'd also like to thank all our listeners in the U.S., the U.K., Italy, Germany, Russia, and anywhere around the world you might be listening. And hey, if you're enjoying our show, please help us out by giving a five-star rating, writing a short review, subscribing, and sharing. And now, without any further introductory nonsense, please enjoy the show. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Nonsense. You could say a very special episode. Why? Because the co-creator of Nonsense, my longtime good friend, Todd Devlin, is here for the first time on the show. It seems unreal. This is episode five, and you're just coming on the show, and you're the co-creator. Well, Kurt, I have to say it's a pleasure to be here. It's, it's good to be involved in an episode of Nonsense. I saw what you did. I like what you did. I, I love... Kurt does all the work, by the way. <laughs> no. Kurt does all the work, by the way. So That's nice. It's, it's just really a pleasure to finally be out here and recording uh, episode five? Was I think this is going to be episode five. I think okay. four was... We just did um, My Friend Paranormal. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's the so. one. The topic of today, do you remember? No. We just came up with the idea, I want to say 15 minutes out... I set up all the equipment and now we're talking about it. Well, I want to talk about the consumption of water because I find it... Oh, yes. Because I just personally find it interesting how people have attached themselves to phones and water bottles. And this isn't a show about phones. It could it's be. It's about water bottles. <laughs> so I want to go into it because we, we come at it from different sides. Mm-hmm. I barely drink any water and you drink a ton of water. So I want to discuss it in a fun and humorous fashion. But let's first get to what are we drinking today? Okay. Well... Apparently, we have scotch from Scotland, and I never heard of a scotch called Bowmore. Bowmore. You know what? Before I spell it out or I say it, what do you think that Devlin is saying? What do you think, what do you think Devlin's been saying? And I want maybe go back and re-listen. What do you think Devlin's saying? Okay. What word are you coming up with? Now, I'll tell you what he was saying. He was saying... Bowmore, B O W M O R E, Bowmore. I wasn't saying Bowmore. <laughs> Sorry, I digress. You were introducing the scotch. We're drinking a scotch I never heard of called Bowmore. <laughs> Bowmore, Bowmore, Bowmore. You know, I haven't. I was trying to do a Scottish accent, and we're drinking Bowmore. <laughs> It's an 18-year-aged single malt. Maybe you can buy it in the States. Maybe you haven't. I've been probably drinking scotch now for five years. How long, long have you been drinking scotch for? I'll say 10 years. 
have you ever seen this brand in the U.S.? No. I'd like to give a shout out to my brother and his family. They went to Scotland. That's and for amazing. my birthday, they brought me home like six, seven bottles, little bottles, of random scotches that they thought maybe weren't sold in the U.S. And so this is one of them. So I'm going to hate it if we love it. I'm going to have to. Go. I'm not going to hate it. You know what? If I love this, I'm going to go to Scotland in the next two years. I'll go with you. All right. And Jen always wanted to go to Scotland too. Okay. All right. And we'll go visit Bowmore's factory. Yes, of course. It says that it's the first Isley malt. Isley. We don't know. The anything. first Isley malt. Drinkers. We don't even know how to pronounce the words. Of but <laughs> that's got to be something. <laughs> it's, 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 it's not nothing. How does everyone pronounce I-S-L-A-Y? <laughs> I like to think it's like a fun, shortened version. Of, Isley? Like a fun, yeah, fun, shortened Isley? version of Island. We're both from Long Island. Right. So if we were going to say yeah. Island in a fun way like that way, it'd be Long, Long Isley. Isley. I would call it Isley. 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 Is that how you say I-S-L-A-Y? Again. The first Isley malt. Yes, someone I no correct idea. us, please, please, or <laughs> confirm. <laughs> confirm. Correct or confirm. So we're drink- we're starting neat, and we got ice on the side. Yes. That we're going to add. I would think it would be very, oh, very irresponsible and almost criminal if you didn't taste this scotch neat. Cheers, Devlin. I'm Cheers, so happy Kurt. you're finally on the show. Wow, that's exciting. I've never tasted anything like this. It's delicious. Please describe as much in much detail as you I'll can try. as your experience. Let me take that was so surprising. It was tough. A lot happened on my tongue. What are your first impressions before we go in for a second sip? Because my first impression I got was like, I, I normally drink scotch on the rocks. You can not like that. I do I too. Like I, I like I a lot too. of ice. Sorry. I do too. I like a lot of ice. So it's something for me to have a scotch neat. It was so smooth yes. to start so smooth so many flavors happened oh yeah as it rolled on my tongue that I was so surprised that I couldn't believe it and there was no heartburn there's no <laughs> burning it was very nice wonderful what were the flavors you got I don't know that okay. I have to revisit but you got smoothness flavor and then it ended with like a, I don't want to call it a burn because it's not a burn but it's for let it's me try like another that. sip yeah and we can isolate them God, it's just so smooth. I taste a little smoke, but not overbearing. Not, not a touch. Clear, a touch. Very caramel. Crazy. Maybe. I'm not experienced enough to, to call a caramel a caramel in a... I think we used to call it... I used to call it caramel. I thought that that was the prop. One day I heard caramel, and I was shocked. Like, so you grew up saying, saying caramel, too? Yes, absolutely. Exactly. I think it's a Long Island thing. It has to be. I mean, we're from different towns, but Suffolk County. Yeah, please weigh in on that. Where are you from, and what did you call it growing up? Jen and I think I got into this. Well, I'm from Suffolk County, about mid. You're more western Suffolk County, Carmack. And we all said, uh, as far as I know, we all said Carmel. Carmel. There's no caramel. I think I was in my 30s or late 20s, but well on in life, where then I heard people saying caramel, and I realized, oh, it is caramel. It's not yes. a tomato tomato thing. Yeah, it's I looked at the caramel. spelling. I'm like, wow. And if you're saying caramel, you might as well be saying Earl. And I got to Earl the car. I got to get Earl for the car. I do like saying that. What a, yeah. I like saying turlet. Turlet? <laughs> Turlet's a fun one. It is. Why say toilet? It's so boring. It's very boring. Turlet is very nonsense. Turlet is hilarious. I like the turlet. You told me about one your uncle used to say Goyles. 
Goyles. Goyles. I like that one. That's like a real... Where was he from? Goyles. That's a good question. I think his mom was from Poland, but I'm not no, sure. No, I mean like uh, Brooklyn, Bronx. He grew Queens. up in like East New York, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah that, I would peg that up. I'm not a good accent guy, but I, th- I think I would have guessed Brooklyn. Like he sometimes sounds like when Howard, does an impression, Howard Stern does an impression of his father, he sometimes sounded like that where he was trying to speak properly, but he, he still said like Goyles, Goyle, Goyles, Goyles. It's hard to do because I don't really. I'm not a really an impressionist. Yeah, me neither. Do you want to come back be better at impressions? Sure. All right. Devlin and I both admittedly. Todd, you can call me Todd. Uh, either one's fine. Devlin or Todd is fine. How many years have I known you? What age do we meet? I'd say just to make it 20, easy, twenty. And now, if, and now I'm fifty-one. So we've known each other I'm thirty, thirty-one plus years. I feel most comfortable calling you Devlin. Uh, that's fine. It's fine by me. Have we never had this conversation? I guess not. You know what? You've called me Devlin a lot. And you've called me Todd a lot. And you've called me Todd Devlin. Like, I'm one of those people That's that only have when that you're in name. trouble. Todd. What's a, is there a long version of your name or is it Todd? No, it's Todd. Todd Tholomew. It's not, Todd, it's not short for Todd Tholomew. <laughs> <laughs> Tiberius. Todd T.T. Todd Tiberius. Tiberius, your middle name? No. Todd Todd James Kurt. Todd Tiberius. Devlin. All right, let's not drift too far. Scotch is wonderful. Highly recommend it. I will go to Scotland in the next two years. Devlin will go to Scotland yes, in the next two years. I'll go with you. And, and yeah. Jim will go to Scotland in the next two years. And we might as well go together if that's the case. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Drink some Bomo. Now let's get to the show. Let's talk about the nonsense right of okay. people's attack. people are attached to their cell phones. And a lot of people are attached to their water bottles. Well, Where's I'm my water attached bottle? to water and water bottles. I don't use um, disposable bottles anymore. I have a uh, plastic refill. It doesn't have the bad stuff in the plastic. Now, as a not a water drinker, just for the sake of perspective, did you grow up as a kid carrying around a a thermos thermos of water? No, absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. How much water did you drink as a kid, would you say? I would say I would binge water. Because you'd be outside playing, doing stuff. You come in, you drink like three glass, three oh, so you big are, glasses you are a of big water. water drinker. Yeah, like because you didn't drink, okay. you had a high, uh, you know, right from the sink. You know the the big glasses of water. I have like two or three. Like you're so thirsty because. But, you're oh, thank for you so for the long. sake of fascination. You've already said it, but I just want to like double fact check. Mm-hmm. You were legit thirsty and wanted the water. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that like something was inst- like you have this thing that I, I crack up about like cockroaches and paper bags. I know you I sent just... me an article the other day. <laughs> I love it. Devlin is always warning in a com. You nothing's. Really I serious. grew up it's in a comi- house, but you do everything in a comical fashion. But it still has some reality to it. You would always warn me about. Do you have paper bags in your house? Yeah. There's, there's cockroaches. Yeah. yeah. You could be cut. I, I grew up that my mom said that, fact. Fact. Like, to her, she had an exterminator and he, he said, she grew up in East New York too. That's how my uncle... Brooklyn? Yeah. Is Brooklyn East New York? Yes. Is that what you mean? Is that synonymous? That's Brooklyn, yes. Okay. It's a part of Brooklyn. I don't know East a lot about a lot of things. So, she grew up and when I grew up, I her, her beliefs were that paper bags should not be kept in the house because they had roach eggs in them. Roach eggs. Roaches go out. Roaches. roaches they're attracted to them like 
stuff on I guess stuff. they chew them up and lay their eggs in there. Yep. That's what... And so to this day, to this day, if there's a paper bag in my house, I, I, I'm throwing it away immediately. And you know what's great? I'll say this. I, I'm, I'm just going to say it. For those of you who, ha- who maybe late bloomers, having trouble getting out and experience the world, I'm just going to come up front. I, I lived home probably until I was like 32. I was a very late bloomer. Whatever person you are, there's like you, the real you, and then there's sometimes like the version of you you put out there. Consciously yes, or unconsciously. Yeah. You know, and it surprises me running mess. into pe- the people I run into that I've known from long ago that I haven't seen in a while when they say to me like, yeah, you never wanted to grow up. I was like thinking like, everybody saw that? Everyone knew that? Because I knew it. I don't know what I was put. I don't, I, I don't think I ever tried to front that I was successful or anything that I wasn't, but I maybe thought I was trying to hide that I was a late bloomer, even though I was just, <laughs> I hide living at home. So the point is, all those 32 years, if you knew me, if you come in my house to the right of my refrigerator, you would have found a thick stack of paper bags lined up that were kept from growth. So my whole entire life, zero to, thir- to when I lived, lived home, 32, and it took a good woman to get me out of my house, Jen. <laughs> I never wanted to get married and I want to live home forever. Who does that? Well, <laughs> just know, this whole, if you're one of those people and you're only 31, 32 may be the magic year for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Never in my life did I see a cockroach in my house in Comac. Yeah, ever. of course not. And you may not know what Ken and I are saying. We're saying Comac, but we're saying it the right way, Comac. So fact check that one. So you're, uh, you have you and your mom and the roaches in the paper bags. So I'm saying it's not. I'm not saying it's not 100 percent fact. I had paper bags in my house my entire life, and it's not like we used them. And so there was a recycled quantity. There was like this, probably three of the paper bags were there for 32 years. Oh, fair enough. You know, like I never saw, I never saw a cockroach spawn out of a paper we, bag. <laughs> what is we that? didn't what throw them away. We didn't throw them away. We kept them in the garage. We burned them. Burned. We kept them in the ah, garage. Did you ever see a cockroach no. in the garage? All right, not. so uh, I'm from but County. what's interesting, I'm not saying it's not a fact. So you grew up, I want to say like paper bags is still with you. Get back to the point. Oh, I'm good at bring, getting better. You guys let me know. Am I getting better at bringing us back to the point? Back to the point. Of water? Were you grown up it being instilled in you that water was important to drink or you were drinking out of pure thirst? Or was something instilled in you about water? Does your mom have something about water? Does your no. dad have something about So I was like, you grew up legitimately drinking a lot of water. I don't think water was ever really discussed that much. We, no, why we would anyone water? discuss right. water? Yeah. You drank when you were thirsty, like, and yeah. you drank as much as you wanted. <laughs> so yeah, and if you're on Long Island, it was delicious. Yeah, it was great. Right from the hose, great water. water. Yes, yes. didn't so even told that right. It, it, so I love water. So I grew up drinking virtually nothing for some reason. I used to wrestle. I don't think I really sweat that much in wrestling practice, probably because I wasn't trying working that hard. Because <laughs> I hated practice. I liked wrestling. We used to install pools together. It could be 90 degrees out. You could be digging a ditch and being surrounded by uh, an aluminum pool. So it's essentially like enclosed digging in heat. And I still would drink. If I drank eight ounces of water, it was a lot. If I drank Can I ask you a question about installing pools and drinking? Yeah. I have no recollection. Like when we did pools, at least the first time around, it was very early in our meetings. And I don't remember... 
Did there was no bring gator. bottles of water? Was, was that popular yet? No, there was no gator. Sometimes after lunch, we'd have Gatorade bottles because we went to lunch. But I don't think anyone had the forethought. I don't think anyone in the car of five guys had the forethought of I'm bringing water with me. So that, that's what I'm talking about. Like, it's amazing to me. And people aren't going around d- digging ditches for the most part. Maybe they are for the most part. But I'm saying people have... Uh, jobs where they sit at a desk and da 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 da, and they're sitting and and people are like attached to the water bottles. And it just fascinates me. It, it's just fascinating. It's like a need was created. Like, <gasps> okay, let me explain. I love water, and but I'm overweight. Legit, but I'm le- overweight. But you legit grew up with water, so you're not. It, I grew up drinking. Who didn't drink water? I didn't have the experience you had. I came in from outside from playing, and I was lucky if I drank anything. Like, I just didn't care. Yeah, yeah. You legitimately had like, a consciousness yes. about hydration. Yeah. So well, no, I was thirsty, so I drank. Okay. And then yeah. you drink till you're not thirsty. You're dying of thirst. You're out there all day. You run to the kitchen. Me and my brothers and some friends just drink water. So you could say there's a, there's a definitive spectrum of thirst. I'm, I'm, on, on the low, I'm on the lower end of the spectrum. You're on the higher end of the spectrum. But... I'd say what's going on in the population is not reflective of the spectrum. Everyone has water on them. Okay. That's fascinating. I think the, the consensus is that water is healthy. Now. Yes. We have such a high sodium. Most people intake a high amount of sodium in this country. Yeah. I'm overweight. If you just have one fast food meal, you probably had enough sodium for like a lifetime. Really? It's crazy. How can we note? And it's delicious. I do like it. I do like it. I wish I didn't. I was once organic for so long, like three months. And then I was like, you know what? I have to have McDonald's just so I hate it. It's not even real food. And I ate it and it was, they were trying to, it was like they were trying to woo me back. It was delicious. Sidebar. Is there any fast food place that's fully embraced the organic yet in a significant way? Even if it's a new place. Not that I know. Is Chipotle organic, um, non-GMO? There's something I like about... Shake Shack and a place called Burgerfy because I never ate there yet. Out of all burgers, like chains of burgers tested, only those two got A's on like no antibiotics. And everyone else got F's except for Wendy's. They got a D. I don't know what that means, but... Can I tell you something? To, and FYI, this show is brought to you by Shake Shack. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really. It might as well be. Uh... This is live current events information that Devlin doesn't even know. Devlin often accuses me of sneaking health because I'm a vegetarian, more of a flexitarian, meaning I'm mostly vegetarian, but I'll occasionally eat meat. And if I do new health stuff without telling Devlin, he accuses me of sneaking health. Yes, correct? sneaking health. So I don't want to be accused of sneaking health. This is the first time you are hearing it. And now the listeners are hearing it. Jen already knows I'm quitting meat and fish for a year. That's good. Legit. Back to Shake Shack. When I was a vegetarian and I had a long stretch, say like 10-month stretch, Jen and I love Philly. I love going to Philly. It's maybe my favorite city to go to. The food scene, everything. And the place we stay, there's a Shake Shack. Uh, we love the Palomar, Hotel Palomar. There's a place maybe four blocks from there, Shake Shack. We walk the blocks around the Palomar Hotel in that area, at the Rittenhouse Square, maybe it's called. And whenever we passed Shake Shack, I'd smell it and I'd be like, I am having that one day. I yes. am having that one day. Then I was, I was on, maybe it was a birthday weekend. We were out there and I'm like, you know, I'm treating myself. I'm going to eat whatever I want. Jen and I went to Shake Shack. My first, 
bite into the burger, I may have had legitimate tears <laughs> and pronounced it, this is the best burger I've had in my life. Like Shake Shack is all that. And when I have my burgers, I have the burger. It's the, a bun, the burger, and a slice of cheese. Like I'm eating it because I want to taste the meat and what it tastes like. And I, I, I cried. I, I, if I didn't cry on the outside, I cried on every level of my being on the inside. My emotional, mental, spiritual levels. My soul was crying. I agree that people should be vegetarians, even vegans. But I'm I'm weak. I don't want to give it up yet. But I'm trying to limit. Shake Shack, one of the best burgers you've had? Uh, the best burger I ever had was the Brindle Room in the city. We went there because... That sounds fancy. It wasn't. I thought it would be. But really? It actually wasn't. It was a nice little... It's a very small thing. We saw a thing. Both uh, one of my friends and, and I, the family, they're into food and everything. We saw the same show where like it's like one of the top burgers in the United States. It happened to be in New York, New York City. So we had to try it. And... It was so good. It was delicious. Everything I like about Shake Shack, it was like that plus. Like, it had such a char in it, but it it was juicy. It wasn't like a big thick burger, which is a little different. We're going to do a follow-up show. I'm quitting meat for a year solid. Mm -hmm. When I come back, follow signs. That's a topic for another show. If I get the okay to eat meat again after a year, if it's all clear, two things I want to do. One is a... in one day, we're going to go to Shake Shack and what's your place? The Brindle Room. The Brindle Room in one day. And another day, we're going to do the Spare Rib in Carmack and Smoking Owls in Massapequa. Both in New York, of course. Follow-up shows on that. Look for that in a year after my birthday passes. Well, I, who knows? I might be off meat by then. So let's get back to water. Yes. So love water. Do you think that... I'm not saying water's not great for you, legit, all good for you, all smiles and sunshine and, and wonderful things... But do you think maybe, I know you think, we're going to go into conspiracy theory a little, light and fun. Do you think Nestle's trying to control the water a little bit? Do you have that sense about you? Not a little bit. Okay. So if there are companies that are trying to control the water, that's maybe a thing. We're not saying it is or it isn't. So the amount of water people drink, is that a thing that's being injected into of the culture so that people are attached to their water or you think it's a hundred percent everyone should be drinking lots of water the point is mute everyone should be drinking a lot of should should now and here's what i base that on for me i don't have the best diet i try to eat healthy i try to limit the amounts of meats i try to lose weight all the time but i'm a heavy set guy not so heavy so i have a big belly i consider that heavy you'd like to be thinner than you are absolutely but by at least 50 pounds. So that's, I would say, heavy set. All right, okay. It's not like I need to take off 10 pounds. So getting back to sodium and other like things that you have in you from a bad diet, water cleanses. Water washes away. It does. It, you expel it. Now, here's how I know it's great. Sometimes I'll carry around a water bottle, but I won't drink it. I just have it. And that's more of like a, a comfort thing. But to actually drink it a lot is really good for you because I just feel great. I eat less. I, I feel like I lose weight more. And the more I drink, the better I feel. 
I love that you're talking about it because you're t- talking very personally too. Mm-hmm. You, you were telling me earlier you're drinking a lot of water and you feel like you're losing weight. So that's legit. You're I at feel the like high, it's flushing. Yeah, you're at the toxins. high end of the spectrum. I can't wait to share this story with you because when I saw it, I was fascinated. What? We, we were watching like. Uh, can't wait to hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sir Richard Attenborough. Is that somebody? I don't know, but it sounds. Like I really it. hope I'm not butchering him because I love. The, I love the way the guy talks about stuff, and I know he's got a sense of humor because he's on been on John Oliver last week tonight with John Oliver a few times. He's done voiceover work for that. So there's some English guy who's known for his voice the way James Earl Jones is known for his really? voice. Yeah, Sir something something, and he did this like nature. Sure. He did this like nature Earth series, and they're talking about how this this one section the wildebeests or something mm-hmm. flock there during the rainy season and then they leave when it dries out and say it's dry for six months like something solid like Alaska's in the dark for six months or something <laughs> you know, that's true like it's really dark there's a part there. of Alaska yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. where the vampires so, go that's where the yeah exactly the vampires they, yeah, they love it there that's their, that's their uh, spring break yeah <laughs> <laughs> so and they're showing like the desert and no vegetation, everything's dead. And you think like nothing's there, nothing should be there. And then you see this guy and his two kids, like native to the population, like maybe they're wearing like skin cloths or something. Because like naked except the, the desert, skin cloths not, in the yeah. desert. And they're walking through the desert and then the guy, they show the guy dig about two feet into the ground, pull up a root out of the ground that's like the size of a volleyball and he scrapes it with a rock or something like that and drops of water come out and his kids take a couple of drops and he takes a couple of drops and they're good for the day. And they're living in a desert. So there is not just my personal experience, but there is legit populations that, yeah, water's super healthy. Are these people unhealthy? Are they going to die? No. Would you consider me healthy? Yes. I drink probably eight ounces of water a day. Now, I drink other stuff, but it's like coffee, but that's like diuretic stuff. That's taking water from you. And I say I drink uh, 16 ounces a day. I'd call that neutral. That's like that's taking, it giving, but it's taking. But like just water, just stuff that would hydrate me, probably eight, eight ounces a day of water. And I'm healthy, so I agree. I agree for okay. some people, it's very healthy and it does legit things. It does legit things for you. Some some people you don't need it, but the way that people are walking around with it, it's like everyone needs. Let's just get to the nonsense. I don't think people... I'll just say it. I don't think people need to drink as much water as they do, but some people should be drinking more water, without a doubt. Conspiracy theory or not, that we're being attached to our phones and to our water for some larger purpose. No, I believe the people who are attached to water, but actually drink it. Don't just carry it around and don't drink it, because I've been guilty of that. I think people need water, and you should carry it around. Everyone should carry it around. Yes. It's like a necessity. You should not be without your water. I believe I shouldn't be without my Oh, they got else. to you. They got to they you. They got to me. Damn it. Devlin, I'm going to help you. The support groups. Weigh in, people. This, I'm going to also talk about my personal experience. Jen drinks a ton of water like you. And you guys are both Capricorns and you symbol on so many other levels. It's freaky. But anyway, so... <laughs> Jen drinks a lot of water, so some, and you drink a lot of yes. water, and you, you two are the, the number one and two people in my life. So I see that, and one day I think to myself, I should probably start drinking a lot of water. So I started drinking a lot of water. Oh, this is interesting. I was never more thirsty in my life. 
It's like it created a need in me. After a week, I was like, I am going back to the way I was. It was normal. I do not have health problems, knock on wood. All this water is making me so thirsty. I, I can't even stand it. And I stopped drinking water after a week and I'm back to the eight ounces a day. Like, that's my personal experience. So, I don't, uh, do I really think it's a conspiracy theory? No. I, I said that for fun. But I mean, Jen, But do people need to be drinking as much water as they do? Listen, no. I don't think I drink enough. Some people need to drink water, some people don't. I'm just saying, but part of my show is like, check yourself. Where are you? Where do you fall? Are you like driven by fear that you carry around a water bottle, but you don't really drink it and your health's otherwise fine? Are you driven by like, we should be drinking as much water? Did you have an experience like me where you started drinking more water and you got really thirsty? Just everybody weigh in where you're at. It, this enough. is nonsense. We don't Fair know. Enough. I don't think yeah. this is really a conspiracy. I right. think drinking a lot of water is good. He thinks it causes thirst. <laughs> I think drinking a lot of water, everything's on, I think everything in life's on a spectrum. It's not a, everyone should be doing this. Everyone should drink double their weight in water daily, like, or whatever the formula is. Take your weight, take off the zero, add, add a, multiply it by 100, add ounces, and that's how much water you should I mean, drink. Can I add a no. theory to you? No. To your experiment? What's, what is my experiment? You drank too much water and you oh said you became God. more and more thirsty. Oh, it's so annoying. I'm so thirsty. Is this a possibility? Yes. Go. You drink so much water, yes. you find you're way more thirsty oh my God. than ever. I believe that. What? Well, I happens. believe it. It <laughs> happened. I believe you. Yeah. I just want to say that. Thank you. But maybe if you went another week or another week, and I'll tell you why, you wouldn't be thirsty, that thirsty anymore, because... It's just flushing everything out, bringing more things out. Like when you do a cleanse, like that, that the master cleanse, which I actually did, if you can believe it, it really brought out all the toxins and your, your tongue uh, turns like a weird color. But I really believe it's you're being detoxified. And I think that it's a possibility, based on my theory of how water cleanses, that it opens something for you and. Your things were getting flushed out. So, yes, you were more thirsty. Because my body wanted more. Right. All right, Spurlock. But I think it may stop. Give it a week. Give it two weeks. Give it three weeks. And then if you're still thirsty, then, okay, there's an issue. I'm going to give you something fun, hopefully. A la Jason Spurlock style. He's the, I believe if I'm getting your name wrong... You um, mean Morgan Spurlock? Morgan Spurlock? The guy who did 30 days or 30... What do they call Jason? Is his name Morgan? I don't know. We'll look it up later. The Spurlock. Right, it's definitely more. Mr. Spurlock. I used to watch his show. Mr. Spurlock, I, yeah. I love, I like to experiment with myself. So I love that show. I love what he did with the movie and, the, and his show. So a la Morgan, Jason, Mr. Spurlock, if the listeners vote, and if I only get one vote, and no vote's contrary that says do it, I will do it. I will give you 30 days of drinking. A lot of water. My body weight... In ounce. So I'm, if I'm 150 pounds, I take off the pounds and I cut it in half, whatever the formula, whatever, whatever they say on Live Strong or WebMD or anything, whatever they say on that, whatever they say on the trusted source, that's the amount of ounces of water I will drink for one month. And just let me know, it'll be torture for me because I, I don't drink a lot of water. People say as you get older, you go to the bathroom nine times a night. Well, the water industry or the medical doctors or whoever has us drinking more water, if you're going to bathroom nine times a night, 
It's because you're drinking like way too much water. I agree. You should you should limit your water at night. Yeah. If you want to have a good night. Yeah. Sleep. I don't. Eight ounces of water a day. Guess how many times I get up at night to go to the bathroom. But you know, if you're overweight, you carry a lot of water weight with you. So yeah. when you're losing weight anyway, you don't have that problem. You're going to go to the bathroom more even at night, and that's fine. But I'm telling my prediction is by the end of the 30 days, if you're drinking a lot of water per day, by the 30th day, you won't be thirsty all the time. So if you care about this topic at all, or you want to see some more fun I would love to see Kurt vote. Drink a lot of water for 30 days, and I think he'd benefit so greatly. Give like, Devlin he, his wish. I hope this was yes. mostly fun and nonsensical, kept it light while you were driving to or from work or whatever you were doing. And, and Devlin... So happy you finally made it onto the show. It's it killing was, me. It's been great. For those of you, when we do have special material that we're going to release, you will probably hear at least 10 shows of me and Devlin. Some with poor audio quality. You know, Mike's. Some of us fighting. You and some. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll say, more funny, more fighting. The apology more, episode. Uh, the apology episode. <laughs> we, Devlin and I have tons of material. So, Devlin, it's great, great to be here. Great having you. Uh, cheers. Cheers on the way out. Cheers. I hope you enjoyed the show. Until next time, everyone, this has been Kurt with uh, Todd Devlin. Devlin's holding up the peace sign. Nah. Jen says nah. namaste. We don't have to say anything. We say what comes natural. Nah, okay. It's natural. If you know me, I say hey when you meet me. Hey. Yeah, that's that's legit. And I say peace when I'm leaving. That's me. That is. That's me. It's not made Jen up says stuff. Namaste. Jen says namaste. And if you have a thing... I don't have one. You don't have need to come up. Up. No, I have to. That's, that's <laughs> it. Have, if you want... Vote. If you want Todd Devlin to come up with a catchphrase intro you or conclusion... No. You give know. me a catchphrase to end the show. I'll use your catchphrase and give you credit. The first person to come up with a catchphrase, he'll try it. Give it a roll. Like Honest Movie Trails, the guy reads whatever you want him to read. Devlin will try out your beginning or ending... If anyone says anything, we want you. If you're not getting the pattern here, we want you involved. I will at least try your ideas. We will try stuff you want us to try. I'll drink water for 30 days, which is torture for me. But I'll do it. (laughs) Just have Kurt torches is worth it. So vote yes. Come torture me, everyone. For now. I think it'll be such a great experiment. I think he'll come around to the water side. So, so everyone, uh, I wanted you to say skilly doodles. Is it from another country where you wear wooden shoes and <laughs> right. give everyone butter cookies <laughs> right, ahead. when you greet them? Okay. Skilly doodles? Skilly doodles, everyone. Mm, okay, I'll try it. Until next time, everyone, peace. Skilly doodles. <laughs>